0: Totally Straight presents, a Kyle and Brian production, The Marvelous Traveling Band and Wonder Emporium, Episode 4, The Great Marketplace Caper. Welcome, dear listeners, to another finger-crackling, explosively exciting episode of the best radio play to be written in a week, The Marvelous Traveling Band and Wonder Emporium. Are you curious, hungry, yearning for more? then pay attention to our thrilling theme song. Traveling band, and Wonder Emporium. Act 1 Penny for your plots? When we last left our heroes, they had just escaped the newest king of the forest, Brick Frog! Their new quest? To warn the Seven Kingdoms about this sinister new monarch. We join our stalwart trio, and Thursday as they arrive at the small but busy market town at the edge of the forest. Traders and peddlers congregate from all over the land to sell their wares to anyone and everyone, as long as they can pay. Our heroes have headed here in order to stock up on supplies and to finally get a good night's sleep. Civilization. Finally. I vote we have a good night's sleep in a real bed before going on to warn King Monday about Brickfrog. I agree. That guy is a grade A menace.
1: Maybe he's just lonely. Him and I got along. That guy is nothing but a pile of delusions in a frog costume, who now thinks he is a king.
2: I agree with Max. He has something sinister planned with his new kingdom. We need to warn the actual king so they don't legitimize his kingship.
0: Definitely. But first, could we have a relaxing night for once? And we can buy supplies and stuff here that we need for our trip to Monday.
2: Yeah, I wouldn't mind a day of shopping with my best guy friends.
0: Oh, shopping with girls?
1: Pass. I'm going to take Leo and go look for a new ukulele.
2: But Max, I think I would like...
0: Oh my god.
2: Marcel, what is it?
0: It's Giuseppe Donati's workshop. The crazy inventor? The genius inventor. Giuseppe Donati has been my idol ever since I read his first published works as a child. I would give anything to shake his hand. Meeting him would literally make my life better.
2: Wow, that is really exciting.
0: What? It says on his sign that he's showing off his new invention today? I have to see that. Maybe I can even show him my encyclopedia.
2: Sounds like you really admire him, Marcel. I would love to meet this guy.
0: Fantastic. We should go right away. You guys go get a ukulele and book a room at the inn for tonight. We'll be at his workshop. Sounds good, man. Great. Come on, Thursday. Aren't you excited?
2: Yeah. I cannot wait to meet your idol. Bye, Thursday.
1: I love, I mean, I miss you already. Play it cool, man. Hey, they're gone. Love you? You gotta keep it together, Leo. Boulder Dash! I don't even know what I'm supposed to keep together anymore. She hasn't even looked at me yet, Max. Now let's not get all depressing again here, Leo. Don't worry, because now I have a plan. I'm just going to tell her how I feel. You know what, man? That may not actually be that bad of an idea. Really? Yeah, you just need to tell her in such a way she can't possibly say no. Oh, oh. I'm not very good with my words, though. They don't come out the way I want them to. Then don't use your words. Use actions. You mean kiss her? Not right off the bat, buddy. You've got to show her how you feel. We could set up a big romantic gesture for tonight. Over the main bridge, perhaps. Right at midnight. Oh man, this'll be great. You really think something like that will work? Absolutely. I've got it. We just need some enchanted fireworks, her favorite flower, and some sort of gift to give her. This can't possibly fail! Her favorite flowers are daisies! And I'm sure I could buy something here at the market! But wait, aren't enchanted fireworks illegal? How are we supposed to get those? Well, just between you and me, this town has one of the biggest black markets in all the Seven Kingdoms. They aren't kidding when they say you can actually buy anything here. Can't we just get normal fireworks? They're so much easier and we won't get in trouble! Think of who you're trying to impress, Leo. Is Thursday a normal fireworks kind of girl, or an enchanted fireworks kind of girl? Enchanted. And you can tell her all about your adventures at the black market. She seems to be really into that kind of stuff. You're right, Max. I wish I could just impress girls like you do. But how do we find the black market?
3: Excuse me, did I just hear you say black market? Meanwhile, Thursday and Marcel have just
0: arrived at Giuseppe Donati's workshop. They duck through the door into a large, half-lit room that is absolutely full of gigantic gears and piles of wooden planks. The walls are plastered with papers covered in strange drawings and mathematical equations. An elderly man sits at a massive wooden table, furiously scribbling while a strange device sits propped in front of him. These are foolish numbers just never work out. Um, excuse me sir? Are you Giuseppe Donati? Yes, hello? Who's there? Sorry sir, we thought you were showing off your new invention today. Oh yes, I'm sorry. Yes, I, I, I am. I've had that sign up for weeks and you are the first two to actually pay it any attention. Not to mention this is a new project and these are numbers. But where are my manners? Yes, I am a Giuseppe Donati, the clockwork inventor. And who do I have the pleasure of a meeting? Donati sir, my name is Marcel and I'm so pleased to meet you.
2: Hello. It's an honor, sir. I'm Princess Thursday.
0: Oh my, a princess. I don't uh, get much nobility around here anymore. Donati, I mean, sir, it's such an honor to meet you. I've been your biggest fan ever since I read your first book on the Helmholtz Resonance Theory. You're one of my greatest heroes. <laughs> my boy! Call me Giuseppe. It's always a nice to meet a fan. Call you Giuseppe? Uh, sir, I couldn't. Uh, nonsense! You said you were interested in uh, seeing my invention? More than anything. Well, there it is before you. What is it? A flying machine, my boy. Right now, it's just a small scale model of the real thing, but I have a lofty dream that one day I will make one that will carry men to the heavens. If only I can figure out these calculations. So far, all I've been able to make it do is fly around the room. It can carry a bit of weight, but as soon as you increase the size and add a pilot, it just ceases to work. Too much front weight, I'm guessing? Precisely. Too much front weight and not enough upforce to compensate. This equation has resulted in many sleepless nights.
2: Well, maybe if you need help, Marcel could give you a hand.
0: What do you know about the flying machines? Me? Nothing, sir.
2: Marcel! Donati, sir. Marcel is one of the smartest guys I've ever met. I bet he could find out what's wrong with your equation.
0: There is nothing wrong with my equation. But my boy, why does she think you are so brilliant if you don't mind me asking?
2: Marcel is putting together an encyclopedia of complete world knowledge. If it's out there, then Marcel knows it. Or he's gonna know it eventually.
0: Wait a moment. Are you the Marcel of the Marvelous Traveling Band? Um, yes? You've heard of me? Everyone has heard of your adventures. You boys have been making a quite stir in the kingdom lately. And now I find out that not only are you putting together an encyclopedia, but you're also a fan of mine? This truly is a fortuitous encounter. You've heard of me? Of course, my boy. I'd be honored to contribute my knowledge to your efforts. How would you like to take a look at my equations? You want me to spend today with you as your assistant? Yes. I think it would be nice to have a fellow intellectual to bounce ideas off of for once. I can't believe this is happening.
2: I'm so happy for you, Marcel.
0: So, Giuseppe, where do we start? I'll show you how the prototype works. Prepare yourself. You're in for a show. And so the old inventor picks up the model flying machine, and after fiddling with some gears and switches on the bottom, he suddenly swings his arm forward and launches the device into the air! Wow! It's really flying! Of course it is! I'm a Giuseppe Donati, remember?
2: That is impressive. And you said it can carry a bit of weight?
0: Uh, yes, but the amount is almost nothing. Like a series of weights, or a short banner or something. I wanted to take a people to the realm of the clouds! I believe in you. Thank you, lad. And you think that's impressive? Yes, I'll land safely my prototype. All right, and now let me show you something that is actually impressive. My amazing equations.
2: Hey, Marcel. I'll
0: just uh, throw the model in the back so we can use this whole table for the man sized diversion. Fantastic. Hey, uh, Donati, what does this symbol mean?
2: Marcel, I was hoping we could look around the shops together today.
0: <laughs> that is uh, one of my own invention. It basically backs up my theory that if we can create lift by forcing air over the wings instead of flapping, we could, uh...
2: Excuse me!
0: Uh, yeah? Thursday, what's wrong?
2: I thought we had to stock up on supplies for our trip. We should probably get going.
0: Thursday, can I just have a little more time here? This is a once-in-a-lifetime experience.
2: Well, I guess. I don't know, I just thought we could spend a bit more time together before we had to leave each other.
0: How about this? Tonight we can meet up and spend the evening doing whatever you want to do.
2: Okay, fine. (laughs) I'll plan something awesome then. You're gonna love it.
0: Yeah, okay, whatever you want. So Giuseppe, about this equation. And so with Marcel and Giuseppe buried in the work, Thursday starts to devise her master plan to win Marcel's affection. Looking around the shop, she sees the prototype flying machine sitting all by itself in the other room. The two men are so engaged in their equations that they don't notice the girl likely grab the machine and slide out of the shop. Meanwhile, on the other side of town, Max and Count Leo have just decided to go to the Black Market when they are overheard by a surprising character.
3: Excuse me, did I hear you say Black Market? Oh dear. Hello Princess Wednesday! Hey Wednesday, uh, what are you doing here? Don't you hate me? I heard what you were just saying. You guys know the Black Market is illegal. You're lucky I haven't called the authorities on you already.
1: No, we were just talking about how we could help the city, by finding the black market and telling the proper authorities where it is and how to stop it. Right, Leo? Oh, yes, definitely. That is what we were doing. We're super good at that stuff.
3: I don't believe you for one second, but because we're friends and you helped me defend my library last month from killer bookworm people, and technically you haven't done anything wrong yet, I suppose I could let you go. Just promise not to go there or I will not hesitate to turn you two in. Come on, Wednesday, you're no fun. Being a criminal is not fun.
1: We will try to keep our
3: criminal activity to a minimum. That's not funny, Max. Why are you guys here anyways? We had the most
1: neato adventure in the Forbidding Forest. We met a frogman and squirrels and monster guards. Oh, also Thursday was there.
3: Thursday, not a surprise. You guys could have such potential for good, but you insist on hanging around lowlife adventurers like her. She's a bad influence on you.
1: Thursday is not a lowlife. She's amazing. And not to mention a way better princess than you. Well, on that note, I think we should probably get going. It's getting late, and we've got to book a room. But, uh, hey, uh, Wednesday, can I ask you something really quick? I'm sure you're here on important business.
3: All of my business is important. Um,
1: right. Well, maybe we'll see you tonight? I mean, maybe you could... uh never mind. See you. It wasn't a pleasure! Oh, boy, I do not like that woman! I don't know, man. She's not that bad. What?! She's a fun vampire! She sucks the fun out of everything! Yeah, she's a bit rough on the surface, but I feel like there's something else there. Yeah, something yucky! Oh yeah, total yuck. Well, she totally threw you off! You never act like that around girls! All flustered and sweaty! What a terrible person!
0: Right. Total yucky. Mm -hmm. And so, Max and Count Leo head to the local inn and tavern, not only to book a room, but also to get information about the black market from the two owners. The innkeepers, though once notorious criminals, are now just two hardworking men turned straight trying to make an honest living.
4: Well, if it isn't our most profitable musician. Have you boys come to book a room? Well, yeah, but we also
1: came here to ask you too about something sort of different. Can we go somewhere quiet?
4: Sounds sketchy. Step right back here. Okay, what do you want to talk about? We want to find some enchanted fireworks. Why would we know where something like that is?
1: We know you guys are hooked up. Don't worry, we won't tell anyone. You guys know
4: us. We gave that stuff up. We don't know anything anymore.
1: Yeah, we run
4: a perfectly honest business now. We even make cookies. Want some?
1: But we need some fireworks.
4: Please, there must be some way to find just a few. Well, Max, if you come perform it or in tonight, then maybe we might have heard something.
1: Deal. I love playing at your place. Now, where can we find the black market?
4: Well, we may have overheard a few people saying that the shack down behind the tavern may carry some special items. You should probably go there in a bit, though, so people don't get suspicious.
1: Perfect! We are finally getting there, Max! This may actually work! Yeah, buddy. Thanks, you guys. This has been a real help.
4: No problem. Now enjoy your milking cookies, then head to the shack. Your stuff should be ready by then. Shut up! Okay, guys. It's been a pleasure. See you tonight, when you play for us.
0: After finishing their surprisingly good cookies, the duo sets out for the shack containing the Black Market. The shack itself is a small, rundown building with a tiny opening through which only darkness can be seen. The Count and Max knock on the door and are answered by a shadowy voice talking through the opening. Hello, fellas of the Black Market booth.
4: We are in need- Enchanted fireworks are 20 gold pieces per box. No refunds. How did you- Perfect! Here's the money. This is a great deal. I hear you're playing at the tavern later? As long as you still do that, you're always welcome.
1: Oh well, Max. Wordshirt travels fast around here. We just agreed to play at the inn a few minutes ago. You sure are popular. Yeah, that must be it. Here, Leo. You carry these. Thanks,
4: guys. See you tonight. Pleasure doing business with you. Remember to be in the tavern at 11 o'clock.
1: Great! Max, let's go set these up! It's going to be dark soon! Don't worry, we're doing fine. As long as we don't run into Wednesday or any guards.
0: Finally, Thursday will know how I feel! I'm so nervous! Everything seems to be coming together for our heroes! Or is it? Will the Count's plan impress Thursday? And what is Thursday up to? Why is Princess Wednesday such a bully? find out the answers to these questions and get some more questions to answer when we return in Act Two! Hello Universe, welcome to a very special edition of Kyle and Brian Celebrity Advice. The show where we give advice to celebrities. Our first celebrity is one Mr. Sean Connery. Uh, Sean, do we have you on the line? Hello boys, haven't seen you since we shaved that dragon last summer. Good to see you too, Sean. So, what's your question? Well, I was with this cute little filly the other day and things were going great. Until, well, they
5: weren't going so great anymore. So my question is, how do you guys deal with
1: rejection? Well, Sean, we don't get rejected by girls because we never make a move on them. They make a move on us. Once a day or so, we bring in a few girls from the huge lineup of hot girls outside of our apartment. And through an intense series of auditions, a shark wrestling ring,
0: and a written test, we may allow some of them to hang out with us. It's all very technical and scientific, and fair to women. Wow! I never thought of trying that! You can borrow some of our girls if you'd like. As a man of extremely dignified taste, I'd love that. Thanks, boys. You really are two stand-up gentlemen, and I'm proud to call you my heroes. See you soon, I hope. Wow, what a delightful man. Let's see our next color shall we? According to Caller ID, we have one Bruce Wayne. Hi Bruce, how's it going?
6: Hi Kyle and Brian, I'm not Bruce Wayne, I'm Batman.
0: Well, hi there Batman.
6: Thanks for taking the time out of your busy schedule to call us. I should be the ones thanking you. I love you guys, and so does my friend Bruce Wayne, and he wanted me to tell you that, and he's really cool, and you guys should hang out sometime.
0: Haha, <laughs> thanks. So. What's your
6: question? Oh yeah, I was just wondering, could you help me keep my secret identity a little bit more of a secret? It seems like everyone is always finding out that I'm Bruce Wayne.
0: Well, saying your name on space-wide radio
6: probably isn't going to help. Ah, I see what you mean. I guess what I'm trying to ask is, how do you guys keep your secret identity? Oh, oh,
0: Oh, Batman! Slow down there, buddy. You know that the two most awesome superheroes on the planet could never risk revealing their true identities. It would put all of their loved ones at risk. Plus, we never refer to ourselves by our full names.
6: But you guys are such amazing heroes.
1: Batman, please, stop feeding those silly rumors. We aren't anything but two amazingly talented
6: writers and performers. Oh, I see. So you just use your first name. But if I just use my first name, how will people know that I'm Bruce Wayne? Well, they won't. Right, because I'm Batman. Okay, I got it. Can I ask you one more question? Of course. Would you want to come to Bruce Wayne's huge mansion and attend a party back in his back I mean, basement? He really wants you guys to come. We would
0: love that. Alright, well that's all the time we have for today. Let's thank our callers and remember that you're always free to call us for advice.
1: As long as you're a celebrity.
0: Thank you
3: and good night.
0: Welcome back to Act Two. Love, Loss, and Two Smoking Hearts. When we last left our heroes, they were each working on putting together their grand plans to finally tell their special someone how they really feel. The scene opens on Marcel and Giuseppe the Inventor as they excitedly bend over a huge table covered in equations. So you're saying this should be a two? Well, I just think that would help compensate for- MY BOY! Uh, What? It works! The equation, it works! We did it! We did it? We did it! I couldn't have done it without you, Marcel! I'm just glad I could help! Quick, my boy! Go grab the prototype! With a few minor modifications, we should be able to have it flying in no time. Uh, yeah, right away. Finalmente, the land will see my genius at last. Uh, Donati, sir? Just to bring the model, Marcella. Um, where is it? It should be in the back room on the table. Uh, um, it's gone. Impossible! Oh dear, you're right. It's vanished. Someone must have stolen it. Who would steal your model? I don't know, maybe that accursed science inventor. It no matter, we must go into town and inform the proper authorities. The thief could not have gotten far. And if they break my invention… Don't worry Giuseppe, we'll find it. As Marcel and Giuseppe head off to talk to the guards, Princess Thursday is sneaking through the marketplace with the stolen flying machine hidden under her cloak. She quickly rips a banner off of an unsuspecting stall and ducks around a corner to put her plan together.
2: Donati said this thing could carry weight. And this banner isn't too heavy. Once Marcel sees this, he'll have no choice but to clue in that I like him. Even he isn't this out of it. I just have to make sure that no one finds out I took this stupid machine.
0: Just as Thursday begins to write her short message on the piece of cloth, who would appear around the corner but Count Leopold Sterling? Thursday, I finally found you!
2: Leo, how did you find... I mean, what are you doing here? I've been looking
1: everywhere for you.
2: Thursday, I need to
1: ask you something.
2: Uh, I'm really busy here right now, Leo.
1: It won't take long. Fine, what is it? Well, I just wanted to ask you if tonight... Wait, what
2: are you doing here anyways? Um... (laughs) It's a surprise I can't show you.
1: I love surprises! Can I please see it? I promise I won't tell anyone!
2: No, Leo, it's a secret surprise, and I can only show you it when it's done. And I really need to finish it soon.
1: A secret surprise? Oh my! Well, my lips are sealed then.
2: What did you want to ask me? Oh, right. Thursday, would you be able to meet me on the bridge at midnight tonight? Uh, I don't know if tonight's the best night.
1: Please, Thursday, it would mean the world to me.
2: Uh, well, maybe later.
1: Precisely at midnight.
2: Uh, if you leave right away, then I'll try to meet you there.
1: Really? You'll meet me? At the main bridge?
2: Yeah, sure. The bridge, totally. I just need to be alone right now.
1: Stupendous! You will not be disappointed. I'll see you tonight.
2: I <sighs> was so close. He almost saw the machine. I need to finish this and set it up before something else happens.
0: As Thursday's plan begins to come together, we join Marcel and Natty as they try to convince the guards of the importance of what has happened. No, you don't understand. It's a priceless prototype. The only one of its kind. Give it up, Marcel. They don't care about finding my invention at all. They call it a lost toy.
3: Well, if it isn't Marcel of the traveling band, I don't know why I'm surprised to see you here. Bailing your buddies out of the joint? What?
0: Oh, hi, Wednesday. Nice to see you too. No, I'm not bailing them out of prison. Why would they even be here?
3: Princess Wednesday to you. Who's your friend?
0: Oh, this is Giuseppe Donati, the famous clockwork inventor. Giuseppe, this is Princess Wednesday. Who a princess is in one day! What an honor!
3: Nice to meet you, old man. Well, if Leo and Max aren't here, then I guess I have my answer.
0: What are you talking about?
3: For your information, your two friends were asking about the black market earlier.
0: The Black Market? Are you sure? That doesn't sound like them.
3: Positive. They are up to no good, and I intend on getting to the bottom of all of this.
0: Well, good luck, I guess, though I think you're wasting your time.
3: I'm not doing this for fun, Marcel. I'm doing it for what is right. Believe me, the last thing I want to do is make Max think I'm following him.
0: And why would that be bad?
3: Because I know he has a crush on me.
0: (laughs) What? Are you feeling okay, Wednesday? I really don't think you have to worry about that.
3: Of course I'm feeling okay. Just because he is too insecure to tell you guys isn't my problem. Well, I've got places to be. Nice meeting you, Mr. Donati.
0: Uh, goodbye, I guess.
3: Oh, and Marcel, I'll put in a good word for you with the guards. They'll head out and look for your lost toy if I tell them to. And don't worry, you don't owe me anything. Thank you? You're welcome. You know I have a bit of a soft spot for you guys. You do? Of course. Good day to you both. I'm going to go to the river to do some research.
0: Oh boy, what a strange young woman. But if the guards are going to be looking for the prototype, then we've accomplished what we came for. And you know, Marcel, I've been thinking that it may not be too difficult to build another one. After all, we've changed quite a few things, and I have a helper this time. Okay, totally. Let's do it. As Marcel and Giuseppe head back to the workshop, we join Max as he runs along the edge of the river. The fireworks have been successfully set up, and all that remains now is to find the perfect bouquet of flowers for Leo to present to Thursday. These flowers are perfect, but now I've got to get them back to Leo before it's too late. Suddenly, Max comes across Princess Wednesday, who is sitting on the riverbank reading poetry aloud to herself.
3: Through the forests of your passion and the mountains of desire, though your love is out of fashion, we go to the burning lusty fire. Max! I didn't see you there. Um, what are you doing this far down the river? Uh, I was just getting these flowers for, uh, L-
1: Leo. It doesn't really matter. What are you doing here?
3: Well, if you really must know, I'm relaxing by reading some poetry. You like poetry? Whose poems? My poems. You write poems? Of course. It's a structured and relaxing way to spend your free time.
1: I had no idea you enjoyed stuff like that.
3: Well, then you don't know me very well at all. I love all forms of literature. I founded the Great Wednesday Library, after all.
1: Oh, right, of course. Uh, Wednesday, if you like poetry, then maybe you should hear one of mine. So you can critique it for me.
3: That really isn't necessary.
1: Yes, Wednesday. It's for someone special, and I really would like to know if she would like it.
3: I don't think I'm the person for this, Max.
1: Believe me, you are. Okay, here it goes. (sighs) Eyes meet water. Bloods of life sprouting from our ground, tongue lapping the sea, music drifting alongside our warm breeze. Mountains made of watered paint, they paint for you and I. Robots in forded tree, it's a land and it's for free.
3: Well, Max, I must say I'm impressed. Even though it didn't rhyme, it had a surprising amount of emotion in it.
1: You really think it's
3: good? It's well written. I don't think you should show it to the girl, though. What? Why? Because I don't think she feels the same way about you. What? Yeah, sorry. She'll probably just say no.
1: She'll say no? No way! I'm awesome! What are you even talking about? Listen,
3: I've got to get these
0: flowers to Leo. Um, uh, goodbye. And so Max runs back to the bridge to meet Leo and to finish setting up before midnight hits. In the meantime, the guards have been searching the city for the flying machine, which has caused Thursday's plan to take a little longer to set up than she had anticipated.
2: Finally! I think it's all ready. I'll just set this timer here. Now to go find Marcel before it all goes down at midnight. He better still be at that workshop.
0: As the clock draws closer to midnight, so too do our heroes' plans draw closer to fruition. How will Marcel react to Thursday's expression of love? Will Thursday be impressed by Leo's fireworks and flower display? Will the plans even work out? Or will they elaborately and hilariously fail? Find out when we return in the Climactic Act 3!
5: Hey everyone who doubted I have a girlfriend! I made this totally awesome legit tight voice recording of my girlfriend and I earlier! It's totally real so take that haters! Oh hey my totally hot girlfriend! What? Yeah, this is me sitting outside your window playing a romantic song that I made up on my guitar just for you.
7: Hey, my super hot time boyfriend! I love the song! It's like a black Sabbath and pink card got together into just a way better band and they became you.
5: Yeah, I know, babe. Can I come in?
7: Well, I'm totally naked right now, so yeah, you should come in so we can do some sex together. So Sweet! I also made you a cake because I missed you so much from the last sex time.
5: Awesome! I love cake! But I don't have to work out because I'm just so naturally built.
7: I love to learn your 10 pound abs after we do it for hours. And your huge pets with such a kind hat behind them.
5: I'm inside your house now. Wow, babe, you're looking hot today. Have your naked boobs gotten bigger?
7: No, they're still double D. And the
5: rest of you is so fit and nice. Like perfectly proportioned but with huge boobs.
7: And it totally My friend, can I ask you a question? You know it's
5: super hot, model girlfriend.
7: When we see sex today, can you rub your toes on my nipples again? That was totally normal and awesome, and I loved it almost as much as I love you!
5: Yeah, of course! Can you believe my friends made fun of me for liking that?
7: They must be terrible friends!
5: Yeah, they are! They're totally immature and they don't understand us, and that's why I haven't let them meet you yet!
7: Then us?
5: I would have to put on clothes then, and I would hate that. Let's do some sex now! I totally went out and bought some condoms all by myself today! Wow, you're so
7: manly and handsome.
5: Yeah, I am. Well, that's all you need to hear. It gets a bit nasty after that. We did sex for hours. Take that, my idiot friends. I'm out.
0: Welcome back to Act Three. Ten minutes to midnight. It's 10 minutes to midnight, the exact time when all of our hero's elaborate plans are set to coincidentally go on. The scene opens on the count, waiting impatiently for Thursday to meet him on the main bridge.
1: I'm so nervous. I wish you'd just come already. Yikes, 10 minutes to midnight. Maybe she got lost or something terrible has happened. I'm going to go
0: look for her. Don't worry, Thursday, I'm coming. Meanwhile, Marcel and Giuseppe have been working hard all evening on a brand new prototype flying machine. Voila! We did it, my boy! I proudly present to the world, the new and approved flying machine! We did it so quickly, too! Let's go test it out! I'm dying to see if our calculations are correct! I agree, Marcel, I agree! We just need something awaited. I'll see if I can find something around here. I'm having trouble finding something suitable. Uh, I may have something. Will this necklace work? I'm going to give to Princess Monday later, but I think it should be just about the right weight. That's perfect. Small enough not to damage the plane if it crashes, but big enough to make an aerodynamic change visible. Well, I don't actually know about this. I really don't want to lose this necklace. It's really important to me. Nonsense. Don't worry. We'll just apply it around the park beside the river. It is very well lit there. If it does happen to fall out, we can find it very quickly. Well, I suppose if it's perfect for it, then I don't really have a choice. Excellente! Let's go and make history! Next stop, at the stars! And so our two intellectuals go down to the park to launch their new prototype. I'll just loop the locket around here. Just make sure it's secure. Don't worry, it'll be fine. Look at the timer, my boy. Just a few minutes to midnight. The land will remember us a day as the day we first visited the heavens. It works! It finally works! Just then, a strong gust of wind catches the flying machine, causing it to jolt, and a small glittering object can be seen falling from its body. My locket! Don't worry, Marcel. We'll find it. I don't think it was quite over the river. We join Leo as he runs through the streets looking for Thursday. Finally, he sees her a few streets ahead, running towards Donati's workshop. Thursday! Oh, she's too far away. She can't hear me. I need to get her to the bridge before midnight. Thursday! Unaware that Leo is following her, Thursday runs all the way to Donati's workshop.
2: That timer's gonna go off in two minutes and Marcel isn't even close to the bridge. I've gotta get him out there somehow. It's now or never.
0: So with a dramatic cry, she grabs the handle of the door and throws it open.
2: Marcel! I'm keeping it in anymore. I love you. I've always loved you. You're what gets me up in the morning. For some reason, the only thing I want to do is impress you. To get you to finally notice that I'm here. That I'm alive. That I'm a woman. I love you, Marcel, and I don't care who knows it.
0: From outside the door, Count Leo stands silently, overhearing Thursday's speech. With a sigh, he puts his head down and slowly walks away from the workshop and into the night.
2: Marcel? What do you say to all that? Marcel? Wait. We- No one's even here! Why does this always happen to me? Darn you, Marcel. I'm never gonna be happy. Marcel and
0: Thursday? How could he? Meanwhile, Max has been waiting on the bridge to give Leo the bouquet of flowers. Just then, something shiny falls from the sky and lands in the middle of the bridge. What was that? Hmm, looks valuable. Wait, isn't this Marcel's necklace he was gonna give to Princess Monday? Max bends down to pick up the locket, and just as he is down on one knee, he looks up to see Princess Wednesday standing right in front of him. She looks puzzled as to why he is holding flowers and a beautiful necklace, and before Max can explain, the clock strikes midnight. With singing sparks, the enchanted fireworks light up the entire night, just as Giuseppe's original flying machine flies across the sky, dragging a huge banner that simply says in sparkling letters, I. Love. You. Oh,
3: wow, Max. Max.
0: Wait, I can explain.
1: I'm not even supposed to be here.
3: You know, Max, I have to say, this is an impressive display.
1: It is?
3: And maybe if it was a different time, this all would have worked on me. But I've already said no, and this is a little much. No? I know you like me, and your poem was beautiful, but doing all of this, well, it just comes off as a bit desperate. It does? But... Max, we would never work out. But Wednesday... I know this is hard to hear, Max, but I just don't feel that way about you. But every girl likes me! We are just too different, I'm kind of Dating Prince Friday right now. What?! That guy?! He's a total jerk! Isn't he Dating Princess Tuesday? He is a very kind, sweet man that really understands me, and he broke up with Tuesday a few weeks ago.
1: He doesn't understand you?! He just acts like a cocky idiot! How can you date that guy?!
3: I know he comes off a little strong, but he's actually a nice guy. You know some people are just layered like that.
1: Layered? This is ridiculous! Wednesday, you're the first girl that I've actually cared about, and you can't even see that an idiot is leading you on. I'm done with this. Here,
0: have these flowers. Don't read into them, though. They don't mean anything. They're flowers of disappointment. Max runs off from the bridge to the inn, where he's supposed to be playing for the evening. Though a little late, the pain from his first rejection causes him to sing the saddest and most moving songs the audience has ever heard, resulting in at least four of the women present to fall madly in love with him. But what's new? Let's skip to the next day. We join our heroes as they walk out of the town, all of them either depressed or just plain angry. What a great day yesterday was. Don't you guys think so?
2: It was disappointing.
0: Yeah, I can't say I really enjoyed it.
2: It was truly dreadful. What's
0: wrong with you guys? Bad sleeps or something? You know, you think you have it bad? I lost Princess Monday's necklace. Oh yeah,
1: I found that. Here you go.
0: Fantastic. Well,
1: never mind then. I'm
0: feeling perfect.
2: Well, guys, this is where I leave you. I'm heading back to Castle Thursday.
0: Uh Uh-huh, leaving so soon? Sorry we didn't get to hang out last night. I totally lost track of time with Giuseppe. Next time we will all do something together, I promise.
2: Yeah, okay, Marcel. I think I just need to go now. I'll see you guys later.
0: Bye, Thursday. Bye. Well, now that she's gone, let's get to Monday. I enjoy traveling with her, but there's something about just traveling with your best buds that really makes all the difference. Am I right or am I right? Totally. Come on, cheer up, you guys. Leo, you're awfully quiet today. What's bugging you? Girl problems.
7: I don't
1: want to talk about it. Girls are the worst, man. Don't worry about her anymore. I mean, she's not even worth it. If she's with a guy like that, why would you even want her? Um, okay. Thanks, Max. Just because she seems great and is deep and interesting doesn't mean that she's a good person, especially if she's making poor decisions like that. After all, what does that say about her? I guess. Am I missing something here? No, you're great. Thanks. In fact, without her, you're fine. Better than before, even. One day she'll look back and think of the things she's done, and hurting you will be the first of her many regrets. Who am I? Well, it's not that simple. But then again, it just might be. You're right, Max. She isn't worth it. I can get over her. What? Oh, man. Was I talking out loud? I needed that pep talk. Thank you.
0: Uh, you're welcome, I guess. Well, I'm officially lost in this conversation. Don't worry, man. Let's get to Monday. Will Marcel ever clue into the many romances around him? How will our heroes in Thursday deal with having their hearts broken? Will Leo confront Marcel? And what will happen to the group dynamic? Possibly find out the answers to these questions and more in the next heart-mendingly exciting episode of The Marvelous Traveling Band and Wonder Emporium!